morning, everybody. I am Jake with Mission 4110, and this is your morning moment for Friday morning. I want you to think back to the little scenario that I gave on Wednesday about the perfect family coming into church and then that little wild family coming into church. Now, were you one of the ones that was a little upset about the wild family coming into church? Why was that? And think about it really hard. Remember that the father came in with the, with the sleeveless uh, Budweiser t-shirt and he had the Leonard Skinner hat on and the kids were jumping all over the place and you know, the wife, maybe her hair was messed up. She wasn't wearing any makeup. You know, what was it about that 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 kind of drove you a little nuts? Now, our story today comes to us from Luke chapter 7, starting in verse 36. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, so she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who was touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner." And Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now which one of them will love him more? Simon replies, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. And then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfumed on my, perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The other guests who began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Now that's a very long story. But long and short is, here's what's going on. Jesus is at the house of a religious leader on his own invitation. He wanted Jesus to come eat dinner. So Jesus came to this religious leader's house. And in the process of the meal, this woman who is living a very sinful life appears and she begins to clean Jesus's feet with this alabaster jar of perfume and her own tears and using her hair, she's wiping them away. And the religious leader is offended because this sinful woman is touching him and he's supposed to be considered, he considers himself a rabbi. Everybody looks at to him as a rabbi and rabbis don't touch sinful people, especially a sinful woman like her. There's probably a good chance that she was a prostitute or something along those lines. And so religious people don't touch horrible sinners like that. And Jesus points out the error in his judgment. Let me ask you a question really quick. What has your church become? Or what is your church? Is your church a sanctuary for the saint? I'm sorry. Is your church a shrine for the saint? Or is it a sanctuary for the sinner? What I mean by that is, have we? Have you built this massive building and 
and basically used it to uplift those people that live a righteous lifestyle? Or have you created this building to be a safe haven for people that are sinners just like you? See, that religious leader, he didn't grasp the fact that he and this woman were on the exact same plane. They were both sinners, and it didn't matter how bad the sins were that they each had. They each owed a sin debt, and Jesus came along to take away that sin debt. And even though the Pharisee had a small sin debt compared to this woman, she knelt at his feet and cried and wept because she knew that she wasn't worthy to even be in his presence. While the religious leader felt that they were equal and on the same plane. How does that compare to your life? Do you feel like, you know, yeah, I'm a sinner, but my sins aren't that bad. You know, they're just the regular old common Joe sins that everybody struggles with. You know, I say a dirty word every now and again. I sometimes lie or, you know, I I sometimes kind of construe the truth to get what I need to get. You know, I'm always a good fan of a little bit of gossip. I mean, who isn't? It keeps the world fresh and, and, and relevant for me when I get to hear stories of my neighbors and all the things that they're doing or... You know, maybe you like to go down to, to Wheeling Island or up to Cleveland and do a little bit of gambling. You know, nothing too crazy. A little penny or nickel slot machine or something like that. You know, at least you're not like, you know, the, the murderer or the woman that's having an affair or the man that's having an affair, having an affair or, or the person that's looking at pornography every day. You know, at least your sins aren't like those sins, right? Well, we've been talking about this a lot because when it comes to that kind of stuff, sin is sin is sin is sin. And that's the problem. And that's why I think we have such a hard time when one of those really hardcore, quote unquote, sinners shows up at our church building. Because we can look down our little noses and say, hmm, at least I'm not a sinner like that. But in God's eyes, you are. And it doesn't matter what your debt is. You still owe the debt of sin to God. Now, you're in luck because just like Jesus forgave her sins, that woman's sins that day in that Pharisee's house, well, he died on the sin, on a cross to make sure that your sins are forgiven too. And that is an awesome feeling that there is this grace that none of us deserve that God gives to us every single day. So when someone walks into your congregation or walks in on Sunday morning or in the middle of the week, do you snub your nose or do you pull up a chair and tell them to sit next to you and get to know them and love them like God does? Let's pray. Father God, sin is sin is sin is sin is sin and we suffer from it every single day but we are so thankful father that you sent a son to deal with that debt that we owe to you and even if our debt is a little or a lot it's been paid in full in your name we pray amen all right everyone i hope you guys have an amazing friday and an awesome weekend we will see you right here monday morning Take care. God bless.
Thanks for listening to the Mission 4110 podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you like today's message, please share. And also, we ask that you subscribe so that you can get new episodes right to your device when they release. And if you get a second, please leave a rating so we know how we're doing. All of these will help us to fulfill our mission to help others experience the gospel of Jesus Christ. And once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. God bless.